Esther chapter 4, we'll begin with verse 11. If you would please stand for the reading of the word of the Lord. King's servants and the people of King's provinces do know that whosoever, whether man or woman, shall come unto the king and to the inner court who is not called, there is one law of his to put him to death. Except such to do, the king shall hold out the golden scepter that he may live. But I have not been called to come into the king these thirty days. And they told him Mordecai Esther's words. Then Mordecai commanded to answer Esther, Think not with thyself that thou shalt escape in the king's house more than all the Jews. For if thou altogether holdest thy peace at this time, then shall their, en en then shall their enlargement and deliverance arise to the Jews from another place. But thou and thy father's house shall be destroyed. And who knoweth whether thou art come to the kingdom for such a time as this? Then Esther bade them return Mordecai this answer. Go gather together all the Jews that are present in Shushan, and fast ye for me, and neither eat nor drink three days, night or day. I also and my maidens will fast likewise, and so will I go unto the king, which is not according to the law, and if I perish, I perish. So Mordecai went his way and did according to all that Esther had commanded him. You may be seated. Yes. Heavenly Father, we praise and thank you, Lord, for the opportunity to be in the house of God with brothers and sisters. And Lord, I just ask that you anoint this word, that you're placed within my heart to speak this morning. And Lord, let me speak nothing that's not of you. Let me do nothing that's not of you. The people want to hear from you, not from me this morning. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Praise God. Uh, I don't know how many are familiar with the story of Esther, so we'll go through uh, a quick rundown. But there's two verses I want you to uh, mark down, and I'll read them to you. Uh, one is Jeremiah 29, 11. Most of us can quote it, but I'm going to read it to you. It's, For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, saith the Lord. Thoughts of peace, not of evil, to give you an expected end. So we know that the Lord, the, what he thinks of us is he wants peace and good for us, not evil. Amen? Amen. But he has an end coming for us. Amen? Yes. Amen. So we can expect that end to be good, can't we? Amen? Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So then we're going to go to Romans. It's one of my favorite scriptures. Uh, and what does Romans 8.28 say? Romans 8.28 says this. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God and who are called according to his purpose. So there's one, the, the two things I want you to remember out of those scriptures is this, that uh, God, what God thinks of you, and that he has an end plan for you. Amen. It may not look like you're going to get there. It may not feel like it, but God has an end for you that is good. Amen. Amen. And we know that all things work to good to fulfill that end. 
that there was two requirements in Romans chapter 8. That you love God. Because if you love me, you will obey me. And then the second one is, it's according to his purpose, not yours. Yes. Not the preacher, not anybody else. It's according to his purpose. Yes. Amen? Yes. You can think what you think, but if it doesn't line up with God, then it's going to go astray. Amen. And you won't reach that end that he's promised you in Jeremiah 29, 11, without going through a whole lot more than you need to go through. Does that make sense? Yes. A lot of people wonder why things aren't happening in life. It's because you're not doing it God's way. Amen. Esther ended up having to do it God's way. God had a purpose from Esther, I believe, from the very beginning. Esther is a poor orphan girl. Her mother and father had died. And she was taken in by her cousin Mordecai, a godly man, a man full of wisdom. And he loved her as he did his own. So Esther was blessed. And as we look at the story of Esther, we see that, that uh, this is a, while they're in captivity. They chose not to go back to Jerusalem with the first group that went back. And uh, they're here. At, this is where Nehemiah was in the palace. So uh, Mordecai and Esther is in this area. Now Esther was a Jew. She was born in captivity, become an orphan. She's taken in by a cousin and raised in this situation. And uh, Mordecai was a, a servant in the household of the king. And we see this is the, the situation she grew up in. And it turns out that uh, the queen, I'm not going to go into a lot of detail, but the queen uh, of the king of Persia at the time made him mad and angry. She was in the right, which is another message entirely. But he got mad and put her out. So they come back and say, well, look, king, uh, let's go around and pick all the most beautiful virgins and bring them in, and you take your choice of the lot. That's basically what, the, what happens. So Esther is chosen because she was a very beautiful young woman, and she was chosen to come before the king. Now, this is very unusual. Uh, let me throw this in here right now, a uh, law of the Persians is that it was against the Persian law for the king to marry somebody that wasn't a Persian. Matter of fact, he was supposed to marry somebody in, in, the, in the seven royal families of the nation. So for him to have married Esther uh, was totally against the fact. For she hid the fact that she was a Jew. But she wasn't of those families. So anyway... How many knows that God had his hand upon Esther? Yeah. She was chosen because she was beautiful. That was one benefit that he gave him. Can I tell you something? You can be beautiful. Amen. You don't have to have, amen, the, the, the perfect figure or muscles galore or the prettiest hair or the ooh, eyes, you know. You don't even have to go to Walmart and buy the big long eyelashes up there, amen. Come on now. You don't have to get your lips puffed up. Come on. Hallelujah. You don't have to get the fat sucked out of your belly. Come on. Hallelujah. Amen. You're beautiful because God made you the way you are. Are you here? So, but this was a, a benefit of Esther's. So Esther uh, is chosen, and 
instantly she finds favor with the keeper of the women. And of course, we realize that and understand that the first thing I want you to get is that every one of us have a purpose. Every one of us. Every one of us has a purpose. But it has to be his purpose. So many people today are living their own purpose. What do I mean by that? We desire something sometimes because we think it's awesome. We desire something because we see other people get blessed doing that or in that position. But that doesn't mean that it's for us. We have to desire one thing more than anything else, and that's what is God wants for us. And until we realize that, we can't reach that expected end because we're out of, we're fighting against God. But when we are walking in his purpose, it doesn't matter what happens in our life considering what the world around us is or what the devil is doing to come against us or what somebody else with a bad attitude is trying to bring us down. It doesn't matter, amen. Why? Because we're walking in his purpose and he'll change that around and work it to good till you reach that end. Purpose. Esther had a purpose from God. That's why she becomes queen. She found favor with the keeper of the women. And to fulfill your purpose, there has to be a preparation period. Now think about the preparation of Esther. She, she's an orphan, but she finds favor with her cousin to be raised by a godly man and a godly woman. Wow. Then she is, finds, of course, she has favor with God. That's the most important thing. But then when she's chosen as queen, despite not being a Persian, despite everything going against her, she finds favor with the keeper of the women. Wow. How many know that when you're walking in the purpose of God, you're walking in his favor? And what's another word for his favor? Grace. Amen. We're walking in the grace of God when we walk in his purpose. Yes. And, and we see that, that as, he, as, as she goes into this and, and all this, and, and of course she has to prepare. The women have to go into a preparation stage that lasts about a year and a half, two years, somewhere in there. And so they're, they're, they're bathed in these perfumes and these oils. They're taught how to walk. You know, you've seen the, the, the thing where they're supposed to walk, be able to book on their hair or something. I don't know. But anyway, they know how to walk. They know how to talk. They know how to present themselves to the king. They know how to dress. Amen. There's a preparation that she had to go through so that she knew what to do when the time came. Does that make sense? Well, I think it's time that us Christians realize that we have to go through a preparation stage sometimes. Sometimes it's not pleasant. Are you hearing me? Amen. Sometimes Esther had to leave everything that she knew, go into a place where she is totally uncomfortable. Come on now. Uncomfortable. And because of all of this, she had, would you be nervous? Oh, yeah. Would you be scared? Amen. Amen. The point is that there's sometimes God puts you on a path you 
don't really want to go on and you're nervous and you're scared and you don't know if you can do it, but you know that there's for some reason the favor of God is on your life. So keep on going and let him prepare you. I'm going to use an example here. Like I said, she had the smell, you know, perfumes and all of you ladies don't know about that stuff that I do. But how to talk, how to walk, and all of these things. I think God wants us Christians to learn how to walk Amen. and how to talk. Amen. Amen. Come on. Yeah. He wants you to learn how to, how to talk for Jesus. Amen. He wants you to be able to tell somebody about this thing. Amen. He wants you, when you face a trial, when somebody speaks something against him, he wants you to be able to talk. Amen. And say, oh, wait a minute. And he wants us to walk like we are a child of God. He wants us to walk like we're a king's kid. He wants us to be a sweet aroma to the people around us. As Sister Jan preached this morning. In other words, he wants us to smell like we love somebody. Come on now. Amen. Doesn't the oil soften your skin? Is that what it's for? Huh? I think God wants us to be a little soft. Amen? The world's hard right now. Did you know that? I said the world is hard. I'm just going to throw this in here right now. Uh, I've never seen so much division between people and groups as there is right now. And I'm not just talking about politicians and the world. I'm talking about the church. And you know the sad part about it, just to use an example, is that when one fraction does something terrible, the other just blasts them and blah, 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 blah. But then when the other one does it, they act just like them. And we're seeing that in the church today. Come on now. That is creating division. And we know that division is not of God. Confusion is not of God. Hallelujah. What is of God? If people working together, working out the difference in love, amen, you may not agree with somebody, but you got to walk with them if you're going to heaven with man. If you can't walk with them here, you won't walk with them here. So let's get it together. This nation is going down the tubes. Because the only chance is God is the Lord. And we're supposed to be the body of Christ. Yes. We're supposed to be one in him as he was with the Father. We are a long way from the church. I love the comments she said. She, the example she used about somebody talking negative about the church. If you talk negative about your brother, if you got something negative, say, say it to them. If you don't have guts to say it to them, then don't keep your mouth shut. Amen. part of the preparation stage. And of course, when we get prepared as Christians, we learn how to love. Yes, we do. We learn how to have joy in the midst of pain and suffering. We learn how to have peace. Yes. Because we know we have peace with God no matter what else happens on earth. 
And there's nothing that can break that peace with God unless you give it up. Amen. There's a preparation stage in learning those things. Yes. There is a preparation stage in learning how to truly walk with the Lord. There is a preparation in, in, in how, to, how to really access God when you need it the most. Are you hearing me? Yes. And through this preparation stage, some people it takes longer than others. Amen? Amen. Some people God puts on a fast track. And pray for them. Yeah. So we must have the patience to realize that God is working on it. Despite what they're doing. Do I have an amen? Despite what we're doing, amen, we need to have patience with one another, amen. Oh, look, they might be going through a preparation stage that they're just too hard to get to right now. Are you hearing me, amen? I was hard-headed, amen. It took a long time for, for God to prepare me to be here, amen. But I can tell you right now that you better let him prepare you, amen. Are you going to go through? You know what. So let him prepare you for your purpose. As he was doing Esther. So Esther has now been queen, I think, four or five years. And all of a sudden, the devil raises his head. Yes, Lord. God has blessed this poor orphan girl. But now there's a man named Haman that raises his head. Some people call him the Adolf Hitler of the Old Testament. He was promoted. He was the king's favorite. He was put up there in big time. The king gave him his ring signet so he could seal things. And oh, everybody was bowing to him, except for one man. And that man was Mordecai, Esther's cousin. Mordecai refused to bow to him. He refused to give him the honor and the glory that Haman wanted. And oh, this just run all over Haman. Mm -hmm. Haman was mad. He, it, it just, <sighs> how many knows that when you stand for the Lord and refuse to worship anybody else, come on now, the three Hebrew children went into the furnace. Yes. Daniel went into the lion's den. Yes. Amen. Haman, amen, was supposed to go to the gallows. <laughs> come on now. Oh, there's a price to pay, which we'll talk about in a minute. So Haman decided he's going to get rid of not only Mordecai, he's going to get rid of everybody like him, all the Jews. So he goes to the king and tells a bunch of lies on him. He gets the king to allow him to make a decree to destroy all the Jews. <laughs> I believe it was on the 12th and 13th of March, which is Adar, I think, anyway. Uh, so it was, the time hadn't come yet. The decree goes out and they're sending it to all the provinces. And Mordecai sees this, and that's what we read the scripture of. He is telling Esther what is going on. I'm here to tell you now, when you're in your prepare, after you're prepared and you're fulfilling your purpose, it doesn't mean the devil's going to leave you alone. Are you hearing me? Amen. He's going to come against you some way. And he's not only going to come against you, but he's going to come against all those around you. Right? He's going to come against everyone like you. In other words, the, the, the devil and what's going on in the United States right now. 
Come on now. Is it just against one certain, uh, the, the assemblies of God, or the church of God, or the Baptist, or anyone else? Uh, it, it's against every Christian, every blood-bought, born-again child. Uh, are you hearing me? It's against every one of us. Hallelujah. That's why we have to come together at this time, amen, to stand strong for our rights to fulfill the purpose that God has for us. What is our purpose? What is our purpose? To preach the gospel. That's right. Yes. So, Haman's got the degree passed and everything. And Esther Morgan, now notice, notice, despite the fact that Haman's going around telling how, how he hates Mordecai and how Mordecai's, Mordecai don't get after him and says, I just hate that Haman. I'm going to get him back. You see what I'm saying? No, he didn't do that. What's he do? First of all, he tells Esther, Esther's queen. Maybe she can do something about it. Esther says, oh, no, I can't. It, it might cost me my life. He hadn't called me in over a month. If I go into him, if I don't get the sicker, I'm dead. I'm dead. They say, well, let's raise arms. Let's go out and make a protest. No, what he did was, she told him, she says, you get your group together, and we'll fast and pray for three days and nights. And I'll get my maidens, and we'll be fasting and praying for three nights. Now, I want to show you what real faith is right here. Real faith. Real faith isn't believing that nothing's going to happen. She says, we'll, we'll fast these three days and three nights together. And then I'll go into the king. And if I perish, I perish. In other words, faith is walking in the purpose that God has called you and prepared you for, despite what you think is going to happen. Amen. She's believing God. Amen. Though she wouldn't be praying. She's believing God's going to deliver her and her people. But she doesn't know that's what's going to happen. How many knows that sometimes you have to take a step not knowing what's going to happen? You may not know where you're going or what you're doing, but you've got to have faith in God. And that faith is that no matter what happens, whether I live or whether I die, I want to do what I need to do. Hallelujah. That's faith. Amen. That's faith. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. So many people don't do anything to say that they hear from God. Sometimes if you just look at the situation, you know what you should do. But you're afraid to do it. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? Don't you think that girl, Esther, was scared, thinking that she was going to die? I know she found favor and the king loved her. But rules were rules, amen. Especially in that day. But she did it anyway. I'm here to tell you this morning to reach that end and fulfill his purpose. Are you hearing me? Yeah. Amen. you got to do it anyway. Hallelujah. Oh, come on now. Now, I'm sorry to say it, but sometimes we're going to have to seek God. Because a lot of the teachings in the church today amen, are a bunch of bull. Are you hearing me? Amen. It's time that we got back to God. It's time we start preaching what the Bible says. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. 
favor with the king. Thank you, Jesus. He reaches out to Scepter and she goes in. He can tell that there's something wrong with her. She says, what's the matter? What, what do you need? He says, I'll, I'll, I'll give you anything you want up to half the kingdom. Wow. What favor. So many people would stop there. I won't preach that. I won't be reading this morning. Hallelujah. Some people take and run. You know what I'm talking about. Amen. He said, up to half the kingdom. And she just says, come out and tells him what's going on about her people. She says, well, I want you to come to dinner tomorrow. I want to I prepare you dinner. So come to, come to my place and we'll have dinner. You bring Haman with you. And uh, we'll just, me and you and Haman will have dinner. He says, okay, I'll be there. So they come and I want to throw this point in right here. We can pray. And we can go forward and take that, I call it risk faith. Not knowing what the outcome is going to be. Are you hearing me? But to do that, you're going to have to face your enemy. That's right. You're going to have to face your enemy. Yes, she invited the very one Amen. that had created the story people. That's right. Oh, <laughs> are you hearing this one? The church has lost its guts. We need to face our enemy. We're too busy facing each other. We need to quit that. Amen. And face our enemy. Amen. Hallelujah. I said we need to face our enemy. Yes. She didn't run from him. She didn't talk about him while he was there. Amen. She invited him to dinner. Hallelujah. It's time that we stood face to face with our enemy, knowing that we live or die by the grace of God. And so far, the grace of God has been enough. Hallelujah. I don't know why if the Lord threw this in my mind, so I'm going to throw it to you. There'd be a lot of marriages better if husbands would be talking about wives and wives would be talking about husbands. Amen. We forget the power of the tongue. Yep. Life yes. and death. Yes, Lord. Amen. You can't say that and do it about somebody, just don't say it. That's right. I don't know why that's in my mind this morning, but it is. I think it's because there's so much division. See, I see things, ministers, supposed to be men of God, handling stuff on Facebook. Come on. Come on. If you don't have the guts to go to the person and look them in the eye and tell them what you got to say, then keep your mouth shut and keep your hand off the, off the text message. Are you hearing yes. It's time that we face our enemies. Hallelujah. In love. That's exactly right. Yeah. So anyway, we go on. And, and she's, she's going to face her enemy. <laughs> so they come to dinner. You know, it's a good dinner. Isn't it good that a queen is willing to change places and become a servant and a cook? Come on now. Sometimes you can't come in with your crown on. <laughs> come on now. Sometimes you have to put on your servant's clothes. 
Sometimes you have to get a little dirty. Amen. Sometimes you have to get a little mud thrown on you. Do you hear me? Amen. Come on. But oh, glory to God, if you're willing to change it and go to, to a, from a queen to a servant, amen, we're a child's king. Amen. But we are a servant for the Lord. Amen. You are a servant. Amen. If you have a position in anything, amen, you know it gives you more responsibility. Amen. And it's not for you to be looked at, but so you can serve and help the people. Amen. Yahoo, the trains are coming, glory to God. <laughs> I hear that train. Oh. <laughs> Hallelujah. Oh, I feel good this morning. Let's just feel the Holy Ghost in the So, the dinner's over, and once again, the king says, What do you want from me? I'll give you what, everything, anything that you want up to half the kingdom. She says, well, come back to dinner tomorrow. You and Haman come back to dinner tomorrow. And then came knowledge, you know. 